Welcome to the People and Technology Podcast. I'm Jared Cameron and joined as per usual with David Gazzarotto. How are you doing, Dave? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thanks for it. HR Tech Fest. And uh, we're joined today by Aaron Wilson, formerly from Yahoo. How are you doing, Aaron? I'm doing well. Thanks, guys, for having me. Made the trip down under? We made it. The wife and the two small kids. Oh, good, good on you. Bought the whole lot. Well done. The whole lot, yeah. Been uh, able to see a bit of Australia while you're here? We were very thankful. We started in Bondi Beach. Yep. Excellent food, sun, water, and now here in Melbourne, we finish up in New Zealand. Yep. Uh, and then we had hey, that's, that's the place to finish your, uh, your grand tour, isn't well, it? Well, you go do, if you have to go there. <laughs> <laughs> How are you finding the conference so far, Aaron? You, I mean, just the start, right? You've seen the keynote? and uh, Jason was great in the keynote uh, last night at the speaker briefing, you know, just blown away by, by the diversity and the passion, the energy in the room. Just something special to be a part of. Yeah, I think we're heading into a great time in in the whole space, aren't we? HR tech at the moment. Yeah, I think we're on the precipice of something very special. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. And look, Aaron, I know. Um, of course, I couldn't help myself. I did a bit of research before this, and I found online that you know your time at Yahoo, you set up a you know a talent community. You know, tell us a bit about what problems that was addressing at Yahoo. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, originally that idea started at Brightroll, which was a much smaller organization. And uh, upshot was we had to really build a talent community from the ground up. After we got acquired and uh, inheriting that practice at Yahoo, it was a different problem we needed to solve. They had a global brand, tens of thousands of employees. And so really it was about uh, aligning cultural values to unify in one talent community that could then be shared globally. And so really it was about how do we create a singular voice that we can then go out and share. Uh, and so that's what we did. Yeah. And was that very much about connecting uh, people from outside of Yahoo with Yahoo? Or was it inside as well? No, correct. Well, funny enough, when you're that large uh, and distributed throughout the world, it, there isn't a need to connect internally mm. as well and, and define cultural values and how we share those values. But yeah, the, the end goal is always to to share those values externally so that the the outside community can then relate, resonate, and, and join uh, the organization. Were there some specific benefits that you saw from, you know, I, I know that pretty quickly Google adopted a similar model, so, you know, it must have been something working well for you, but what were some of the benefits to the organization? Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, what Google picked up on was we were at Grace Hopper and we had started a trend of women you need to know. And we were really committed to diversity, and yeah. quickly we saw them and other organizations pick up midweek, actually, the same, same initiative. But wow, that um, when we came back and we, we rolled out the full strategy, it was really the, the concept of doing more about diversity through our community. Mm-hmm. And so not just talking about it, but how do we bring it to life? So we started with our uh, DNI groups, uh, diversity and inclusion. And we really wanted to bring the stories of individuals to life, share them on a global platform, uh, and welcome you into the big purple doors uh, more than just Marissa Meyer, who obviously is very impressive, but the, the people yeah. who made up the business. Yeah, excellent. And I, I think um, you know, I think we're always trying to find ways to get away from just pure quotas, on which you know uh, obviously have, are important to drive thinking and drive organisations towards greater inclusion. Um, but using a really strong engagement model that um, takes it to the next level, and, and I guess it stops you thinking about. Um, it just the num- just being a numbers game and actually being a proper differentiator is that the, the, the sort of yeah well that? not just numbers but labels yeah, too yeah, right yeah, yeah. and you know look look beyond the ethnicity or, or any of the other uh, labels you might hear and who you are what you do where you came from yeah 
there are commonalities there that can bind us and help us build together. And so it was about surfacing the granular elements there. Yeah, yeah. And I guess when you're in a, um, a very talent-scarce market, like you guys would be in tech in, in uh, certainly in North America, um, you've got you've got to be finding talent in places that perhaps weren't as obvious mm. too. Uh, that's right. Uh, some of the efforts were geared towards reach. Um, you know, again, thankfully Yahoo has a wonderful brand, so we would receive thousands of applicants each month. But mm. um, maybe a slight bent on, we're not all competing for the same talent necessarily. We're looking for the, the right talent for us. Yeah. And so by sharing who we were and, and what we were comprised of, we could attract uh diversity of thought but you know the commonalities of people that would bring us together yeah excellent might just pick up on something you mentioned at the start of that um you know Aaron, you talked about you know your time at bright roll and i read this fantastic article about something you did at bright roll that just sort of spun my, my brain for a bit and i read that you implemented an agile model for a services function you know we're used to seeing agile being used for project teams and then i read that you did it for a recruitment team you know tell us a bit about how did that work uh, yeah, well, uh, short form, Genesis is watching trends of technology. And uh, technology has done a few things, um, but one is it's consumerized everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, two is it's put the user first, always. Yeah. So, you know, learning from technologists and engineers who build products, we wanted to implement a strategy that allowed the talent group to do similar build iteration processes to continuously align with the business mm. on an ongoing trend, as opposed to you know growing linear when we grow, retracting when we don't, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. being able to just grow continuously and have a sustainable model, just more organic. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And did you find that there were some struggles in getting you know if we look at um, if we look at you know the way we see agile applied on projects and it's it's regular daily standups and it's looking at backlogs and pipelines and things like that was that a natural fit in the recruitment team or is that something that you know, was it was it hard to get that off the ground? Uh, so in the recruitment team, it took some adjustment, um, but thankfully I had an amazing uh, executive sponsor, Christopher Almond Kroger, who eventually was the CTO of Brightroll. And the entire engineering organization welcomed us in. So day one, we sat in the engineering organization. We were embedded. Um, the engineering leaders joined our daily scrums every day without fail. Mm, mm. And they really gave that buy-in that then attracted the talent team to be a part of it. And then we expanded from there, from engineering to product, from product to sales engineering to marketing. And eventually, even the executives were doing daily stand-ups. That's amazing. I mean, how did you pick engineering as your... I mean, I would have thought that that would be the group that maybe would be the hardest to win over, but that was your pilot group, right? True. Uh, well, well, three thoughts. One, I grew up in technical recruitment. So yep. although that was sales to begin with and recruitment, people think about many other things than building. Uh, I spoke engineer. I grew up with engineers in the business. They are who I related to. Uh, two... Um, I also learned through technical recruiting, some of the hardest people to turn, once you turn them, they're the best to have on your side. Big advocates. So when you're in a technology organization, engineering has a lot of clout. And and so if you get them on your side and you can operate as one team, the rest will fall in line. That's what we found. Uh, And uh, three, um, we showed results. Mm. And I was able to speak uh, to the experience and the credibility in that sense and then very quickly prove out with early teams and then scale from there. Great. So we're going to uh, uh, we're going to hear you speak tomorrow, I yeah. believe, on the day two program. Um, 
I guess yeah, you're going to expand a bit more on some of those thoughts as well. Can we get a sneak peek of perhaps a couple of gems from you? Yeah, I think uh, I want to share a lot of failures tomorrow as well. <laughs> you know, yeah. talk about um, what we did that did work. That's and how we learn. Yeah. And uh, how we learned, um, especially when, for example, scaling that practice globally. Um, it's hard to do daily stand-ups on different time zones, yeah, for example, yeah. right? right? Yeah, yeah. Or perhaps... Uh, the way we would have someone accept an offer as part of that practice, not the same based on employment laws in a different country. Um, but I think in general tomorrow, what I want to talk a lot about uh, in the sneak preview here is that uh, we've been fighting for a long time to to get a seat at the table. Mm. And now many of us would say that we have it. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to challenge us all that we didn't earn it. Yep. And that in fact it will come and it will go as fast as uh, as we uh, now see it, if we don't learn how to be agile, iterate, or die. Yeah, that's a great message, isn't it, Jared? Yeah, <laughs> I think that might be the uh, that might be the quote unquote uh, name of this particular episode. Yeah. <laughs> Another little mantra that we picked yeah. up on the way. Yeah, yeah it's a great one. Yeah. Oh, Aaron, thank you so much for your time, and I guess um, maybe just to close up, you know, what are you hoping that you're going to get out of this conference in Australia? Uh, well, the network, uh, I think, is so important, and not just the social component, but the network effects, you know, the ability that we can all stand up together and get stuff done, uh, some PC for my kids there. But, uh, you know, just continuing to bind all of us together, this is impossible if we try to do it as individuals. It will really yeah. take an entire community. Awesome. Well, it's great to have you part of our network Yeah, now, thanks for having me. Uh, stay in touch. Absolutely. Thanks, Darren. Well, that was the Talking People and Technology podcast, live from HR Tech Fest with uh, David Gazzarotto and Aaron Wilson. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, Watch folks. out for the next one. Cheerio. Cheers. Cheers.